Welcome to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, where we offer solutions to your real estate and financing scenarios. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage professional. Catch this podcast and more at jogarner.com. Good morning, Memphis. Welcome to our internet listeners and podcast listeners across the 50 states. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and I'm your host, Joe Garner, Mortgage Loan Officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Our general topic today is how to buy the house you love. Quick tips on your mortgage and appraisal. Subscribe to get our weekly blog post and uh, podcast at jogarner.com. Call us while we're live today, August 4th, 2018 at 901-535-9732. Well, today we're going to be sharing the best ways to raise the value on your home. We're going to be talking about the best methods for estimating the value on your home. And Tom's going to talk about some of the worst methods you could try to get your using to get your home's value. I'm going to be sharing some stories of uh, clients who have used smart strategies on their mortgage financing to help get them and the home that they want and the mortgage they love. Back in the studio, of course, we have our real estate a- appraisal expert, Tom King of Bill King Company. Tom, I believe you know every street in Shelby County, Tipton County, Fayette County, Tennessee. Tom's a skydiver, if you guys didn't know that. And uh, you probably do know that he's an Elvis Presley fan. And this week he's been working the election polls. Tom, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do for your appraisal clients. All right, Joe, glad to do that. Um, I am a real estate appraiser. I, I work in in the Tennessee area in Shelby Tipton and Fayette County. And, and I do mortgage loan appraisals, but that's a hard referral for me, so to speak. But uh, I help individuals out a lot, uh, trying to sell their home, uh, arriving at a good price at that. Maybe someone uh, uh, someone has a, a parent die or something like that, and they want to buy the house but have two siblings or something like that. And I can, uh, I can give them a fair value and and uh, provide a value for that so everyone is treated equally. Also do uh, divorce cases, uh, things you know, things that might have to go to court. I'm not afraid to go to court to defend my appraisals and all that good stuff and relocation appraisals. So I've, if it has to do with a house, I pretty much do it. You know the values, I'm telling you. And I always kid him. I'll say, look, um, if I ask you about an address of a property in this area, you would know everything about that house and the house next door to it. <laughs> <laughs> Probably even know the neighbors. Well, you know, I got. I'm wondering, what do you say when someone asks you, what do you do for a profession or what do you do for a living? Of course, I'm a mortgage loan officer, but I always tell them I get to travel. When my client chooses me to be their lender for life, I get to be on their journey to home ownership as their lender. Just, you know, making sure that they get the exact right mortgage terms. And I get to be part of the steps my mortgage customers take in life to get closer to that life's dream. And what an honor and a privilege to do that. Sometimes the house uh, that they pick is perfect, but sometimes it is not love at first sight. Back in the spring, 
a young couple, we will call them the Shastas, they found a house in walking distance of a family member who could help them care for their, you know, they had young children living at home. And as a bonus, the house was in bike riding distance to their workplace too. The time, the energy, the money this house would save them was enormous. The challenge, well, the house had not been updated in probably decades and had old lighting fixtures, drab color paint, and not enough storage space. Their other challenge, well, other families were lined up to make an offer on the same house to buy it. it there was a lot of competition. So how could they overcome the odds to have this house as their own? Well, you know what? Here's what the Shastas did. They purchased the home for the full price the sellers wanted, and they paid their own closing costs so that they could beat out those competing offers from the would-be buyers. Since they were living close to supportive family, they got plenty of help replacing the old lighting with a modern, they did modern recessed lighting. They put in stylish ceiling fans. They chose the paint that made the house positively pop. And they built some nice looking shelving where needed, you know, for the storage. The Shastas invited me over last week just to see the finished improvements on their home. It seemed like I was walking into a brand new house. They were happy. Their children were happy. Over a period of a few months, the Shastas had converted a home that really wasn't what they wanted, but they converted it into a home that they were very proud to own. And for the Shastas, the value in the home they bought was more in the fact it was close to supportive family members and their work, which freed up hundreds of dollars per month and childcare expenses, transportation expenses. They were able to add even a little more value to the home by updating those lighting fixtures and plumbing fixtures and adding some storage space, painting. But Tom King, your appraisal expertise with that, with what you have with your expertise, can you share some other ways that homeowners, home buyers, and home sellers can add value to their home. Well, that's right, Joe. And one thing that uh, this brings out is that these people bought a house probably in a rising market where there were uh, multiple offers on the house. So they're making money on their house at, as they buy it. And uh, the improvements they make makes it even better. Um, I, I tell people the best thing you can do is just buy a house right now. <laughs> you know, make a wise decision, but uh, get on the roller coaster, so to speak. You know, latch your latch your ring to it, and and let's ride this wave while it gets gets going. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things that uh, that we can do to a house to make it improve is let's get back to the Shastas. They can do it on their own time. Right. There's no rush on it. Mm-hmm. But if you want to get the absolute top value for a house. Probably the best thing to do is we always say start in the kitchen. Right. And uh, there's nothing better than a, a nice tile floor and granite countertops. That's the number one thing. The, the second thing after that would be to change out the appliances, put some nice stainless steel appliances in there, and make it look real good. And, uh, you know, it's real strange. Sometimes people say, I just can't afford that. I've talked to neighbors that say, I can't afford that. Well, after their house sits on the market for a while, uh, that costs money too. And uh, they end up doing it anyway. Right. So, <laughs> right. so uh, in, in, in a less desirable market, you really have to, to do things like that. The next thing is to uh, uh, work on the bathrooms a little bit. 
Uh, one thing I'm starting to see, you know, you've got your traditional bathroom, like in, in any, you know, 50, 60-year-old house, and uh, they're they're kind of converting that shower over the tub and re- taking the shower, the tub out and making a real nice large stall shower in there, and it uh-huh. makes it look really nice. So you rip out all the old tile and put in a, a nice stall shower, and it, it really makes the place look great. So those are some things you could do. Uh, one thing, you, another thing you could do is maybe if you've got that enclosed porch, uh, you can add some square footage to it if the neighborhood will uh, accept it, and uh, you know put in a permanent heating source. What I tell people to do is put in one of those wall air conditioning units like you see at a motel. Right. You know where you go in and turn it on. It's got a heat and air like conditioning. Mini split. Yeah. Yes, it, and it's got a heat and air conditioning in there. And that is acceptable. A window air conditioning unit is not acceptable, right? Because that's not a permanent heat source right. or a cooling source. So, and if there's no heat, you cannot count it. But uh, those are some tips that we can uh, do to uh, really increase the value and let that house sell for the top dollar in the shortest amount of time. And you know, if you're selling your house, and we've talked about this on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, one of the first things they say do, um, I was I listen to podcasts all the time on uh, from National Association of Realtors, but improve the curb appeal. If the curb appeal's not there, you're not going to get them inside the house. you got to get them to the house, really like it on the outside. So, uh, you know, cutting the lawn, trimming the shrubs, adding a little color with some flowers, you know, stagers say that you get over an $800, I mean, 800% return on your investment when you simply clean and declutter the home. Next behind that, I think it was like over 400% return on investment is creating lighting in the home, acceptable lighting, uh, strong Wi-Fi reception. If you're marketing to anyone under uh, 40 years old a day, if you don't have Wi-Fi bars, if you don't have good reception, you're going to have a problem getting top price fresh paint neutral colors you know all that, of that the fresh paint and neutral colors is a great thing because I, I talk to people all the time and they say people remember a house by the negative points and and they'll say that was the the, the house with the green dining room or yeah. something like that <laughs> and they can imagine any other color when they see a neutral color but when they see a dark green color a dark red that's all they see well you know you're on real estate mortgage shop i'm your host joe garner mortgage loan officer what do you want to accomplish with your mortgage make your plan let's work your plan if the deal works for you today let's do, do it, it today. today when we come back tom and i will be sharing some great tips about your home's value and the financing too see you guys back in just a moment Hello, I'm Chad Irwin, Loan Production Manager at Evolve Bank and Trust in Memphis, Tennessee. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. You ain't nothing but a hound dog Well, you're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can find me hanging around Evolve Bank and Trust in the Memphis market. I work all over the country, though, and uh, in the studio, we also have Tom King, who is an expert appraiser with Bill King Company. Tom, how do we contact you? You Give me a call at 901-487-6989. You know, Elvis is, the Elvis week is coming up, and 
So Tom and I, we're kind of Elvis fans, not just kind of. <laughs> so we're kind of celebrating that. We want to welcome people to Memphis who are coming to remember Elvis Presley. And, uh, you know, we, we're just playing that song, Hound Dog, and it reminds me <laughs> of some of these fixer-upper properties, Tom, that people buy that are well, you might describe They're hound dogs. Them as hound dogs, <laughs> but they can be converted over into just really nice diamonds in the rough. So that's right. That's right. Get the good basics down. <laughs> make sure the house doesn't have any settlement problems, things like that, and you can go to town. On that's it. right. We're talking about how to buy the house you love. Quick tips on your mortgage and appraisal. We're going to take a moment. We're going to play a game that uh, we all like to play up here. It's called the Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest. Our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest is sponsored by John and Jennifer Lawhon of Lawhon Landscape, 901-754-7474. The Lawhons can help you plan your landscaping if you have a big, big project, or maybe just a little smaller project, or you can do that really big one in phases. The Lawhons are giving away a $25 gift card to the first person with the correct trivia answer. And if you know the answer to our trivia question, call us today at 901-535-9732. And here's our question. This should be a, a, an easy one, but uh, a few months after Elvis Presley purchased his home at Graceland in Memphis, Tennessee, he had a swimming pool installed. What shape is the pool at Graceland? Is it, multiple choice now, heart-shaped, regular-shaped, rectangular-shaped, I'm sorry, <laughs> guitar-shaped or kidney-shaped, heart-shaped, rectangular Guitar shaped or kidney shaped? Which one is it? And I'm sure the phones are burning up right this minute. <laughs> okay, yeah, I know, and uh, it might trick you on that one. But anyway, had to do I had to do a little bit of extra research on that one. All right. All right. Well, Tom, we're talking about raising the value of homes, but part of that is knowing what your value currently is on your home. Let, can you share with us some uh, the most inaccurate ways to estimate the value on your home? Well, <laughs> the worst the worst thing you do is ask a neighbor, <laughs> and because let me let me tell you, you know, a lot of times people look at the value of their home in a very small uh, radius, so to speak. Mm-hmm. They say, "Well, that house over there, that house over there." Literally, houses they can see. Mm-hmm. Now, the typical buyer wants an a larger area and that's what we cover uh we, they say within a mile but we can go further than a mile if we have to and they say within six months but we can go back as far as a year if we have to so uh the neighbor just doesn't do it that way uh the worst the other thing is well the tax assessor says this i said let me ask you a question the tax appraisals are based on values that are Based on the value as of one one twenty seventeen, that's a year and a half, over a year and a half ago. So they're basing values on properties that have sold in twenty fifteen and twenty sixteen. The world was flat then, <laughs> <laughs> comparatively speaking, as far as uh, property values are concerned. Uh, let me put it another way: if if you had bought, uh, uh, say, a uh, uh, Apple stock two years ago. Uh, would you sell it for what it was two years ago? The answer is no, and that's the same. That's the same value of of uh, uh, what it what you're doing uh, 
by that. You know, I, I get calls, Tom. I'll say, uh, what's the value on your home? And they'll say, well, uh, it's uh, Shelby County says that it's this. And uh, that is not the right answer. Yeah. And, and even back then, it was pretty much a run in average. So if your home was fixed up better than the average home, that would be a low value. Uh, and property values have gone up. Uh, the other thing is I, I talked to a lady that did this. I appraised her home for a mortgage loan, and it the appraisal came in like $25,000, more than what it was selling for. And they said, well, we paid this much for it and uh, added a few things, and so we just put a price on it, you know. Um, that's not wise either. So if she had gotten an appraisal, uh, she could have made about another $25,000. I don't charge that much, really. You don't charge $25,000 to do an appraisal? I don't, I don't charge that much. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the best ways are to, to, to talk to a realtor that's knowledgeable in the area. Uh, you know, find some some people that actually know about value or get me to appraise it or get a good, a good appraiser to appraise it. Right. And, you know, somebody told me one time it was an auctioneer. He said, you know what, a house is worth. And I said, what? And he said, it's worth what somebody's willing to pay for it that day. That's right. <laughs> well, you know what, Tom? We, we have, have a winner. And well, I think Sue? Yeah, Sue. Sue, are you on the line? Hello. Hey, Sue. Sue, what's the what what shape is the pool at Graceland? Kidney shape. Kidney shape. You're right. You're right. I think most people would say it was a guitar shape because that's kind of the rumor. But Joe, you did some research on that. What'd you come up with? Well, interestingly enough, Sue, some of the media even got it wrong. They had been dis- uh, referring to the pool as a guitar shape, but if you look at a picture of it, it's a kidney shaped. Yes, we've been there. I whenever. We're not from Memphis. I'm from the north. Oh. When family comes or visitors come, that's where they want to go. I could probably give a tour of Graceland. (laughs) You know, if the tour guide ever got laryngitis, you could probably just step right up, huh, Sue? I could. I could. I I go to um, an eye doctor and um, David Evans, and he used to give tours of Graceland. Wow. Uh, Sue, that's great. I, I, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of trivia. I got the pleasure and the privilege when I was very young to uh, assist in the appraisal of Elvis's house for the estate. So I, I went all the way through it. And uh, there's an interesting thing about his bedroom is that there are TVs built into the ceiling. Two TVs built into the ceiling of Elvis's house. And, and I went through with his attorney, and they said that we, they had to describe it on the day he died. And he says, now look real close. You'll see some bullet holes near the speakers. If Elvis didn't like the music, he'd take his gun and shoot out the speakers. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> so, so here's a man that would buy a stranger a Cadillac, but they said, Elvis, we're not going to replace those speakers anymore. <laughs> no, no. I will say that he used to... Um, watch um uh president johnson and president johnson was oh he had various tvs that he would watch news on and that's why he bought different uh or uh, multiple tvs so he can watch uh newscasts and things like that on um yeah well see the neat thing is back then there were no remote controls so if he wanted to change the channel he had to stand up on his bed and and reach up there and adjust the volume or the or the uh, channels or anything like that so uh it was pretty neat but i guess uh uh he and uh priscilla could lay there and watch different channels together there are no headphones or anything like that either (laughs) so it's it's a neat little trivia thing 
So, yes, that is. That's fun. Sue, thank you for listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. We've enjoyed talking with you, and uh, the Lawhans are going to send Sue a $25 gift card. You'll get it in the mail, so be sure, Sue, that you leave your name, your address, and your phone number with our producer so we can make sure that you get your gift card. All right. Miss Hardiman's on the job. Thank you, Sue. Yeah, she's got a thumb up, so you she's taken care of you. Thank you, Sue. Thank you, Sue. Bye-bye. All right. Well, Joe, I got a quick question as we're going up, maybe a, a lead-in question for the next segment. Or, you know, what are you doing to get the right mortgage for uh, people to buy the right house? Get Can you touch on that in well, yeah, a well, minute? We'll get then started. We'll, then yeah. we'll get started on that. Absolutely. You know, today we are talking about how to buy the house you love. Some quick tips on your mortgage and appraisal on how to get the values up on your appraisal. And, you know, the the, the mortgage product that you choose, Tom, has a lot to do with what that value is going to do. Let me give you uh, an example. I uh, want to briefly touch on uh, condominiums. All right. There are a ton of condominiums in the Memphis area, especially downtown, but not just downtown. I urge you, if you are on the board or if you're even if you own a condo, get with your board to make sure that you keep your FHA and your Fannie Mae approvals updated because this allows uh, people to have a wider uh, choice of the type of financing they can use to purchase that home. If you are not approved, there you can still get a loan on a condo that's not FHA or, or Fannie Mae approved. But it requires more money down and a few more hoops for people to jump through. And the more complicated the financing is on a property, the less people are willing to pay. So go ahead and keep those updated. And, uh, you know, there's also... With on the on the condo um, on the condos, there are other things that we'll talk about. If you want to talk about them off the air, you can call me at nine zero one four eight two zero three five four. The other thing is, don't forget about assumable loans. Assumable loans, nobody's heard about them because rates have stayed really low. But as these rates continue to go up, and they're projected to go up for the next few months, uh, I mean the next few years. If we get back to 8% and you're sitting on a 4.5% government FHA loan, VA loan, or USDA loan, you could probably command a lot more price for your home because somebody could come in and qualify to assume that really low interest rate, really low house payment. And uh, we saw that happen back in the 80s and the 90s, and we'll see it again. That's my prediction. But you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. We've got Tom King in the house, and he's our expert appraiser. How do we contact you, Tom? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. When we come back, we're going to be talking about ways to add value to your home after you purchase the home. And you can give us a call on the air at 901-535-9732. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. There's only one home for Mike Norvell and Tiger football. He's into the end zone. Touchdown. The Tigers have their first. Right here, 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. Hi, this is Eric Urich, award-winning business coach with Focal Point Business Coaching. I work with business owners and decision makers to help turn their potential into reality. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And now back to your host, Joe Garner. Uh, 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 oh yeah. 
Back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com, and I hope you do. i, I got to talk to me personally so I can work with you personally. We've got uh, in the studio Tom King of Bill King Appraisal Service. And uh, Tom, how do we contact you? Give me a call at 901-487-6989, and you are going to give us some tips, Joe, about... Yes. Uh, Getting the right mortgage for the right house. That's right. Well, you know, Tom, um, as far as the mortgage goes, people don't think about it, but the type of mortgage you have can help you or hurt you in keeping the value or, uh, or making the house more valuable, not just to the outside people who might buy, but to yourself. And if you think about, uh, we talked about assumptions right before we went off the to break but uh, assumptions on a house on a mortgage like your fha loans your va loans your usda rural housing loans those are all assumable somebody has to uh, be able to qualify with the mortgage company that's servicing that loan at the time you sell the house but back in the 80s and early 90s when people had low interest rates or low balances on their mortgages that people could come in and assume they could command a lot higher price for their home. And I predict that we're going to see that again as uh, we get into a rising interest rate market. People are sitting on three and four and four and a half percent mortgage rates. Uh, they're going to become more attractive. That's right, Joe. And one, one quick question I have for you is once that person assumes that loan and qualifies for it, the seller doesn't have any more responsibility for that loan. Is that correct? Well, that is correct in some cases. What I have always told customers, of course, I've been in the business uh, almost 30 years, so I've seen the assumption market many years ago. You need to ask the servicer at that time, mortgage servicer at that time, to give you a release of liability. And sometimes there's an extra cost to that. Not very much. Usually it's like $500 or something. But just it's enough to give you a peace of mind to get your name off the liability of that loan from that point That's forward. a good tip. Mm-hmm. Well, here's another one. Make sure the house payment is comfortable for you from the beginning. And make sure you leave yourself some emergency funds in the bank after you buy your home. You can fix up an ugly house, Tom, but you can't fix up ugly financing. You want to feel good about making that payment every month because that adds value to you and your family, regardless of whether you ever sell or not. Some of the financial gurus uh, encourage homeowners to keep their house payment, including the taxes and the homeowner's insurance, the mortgage insurance, and if you have association fees, all of that together, they, they advise that you keep it between 25 and 30% max of your gross income per month. Gross income meaning before you take out taxes. If you add payments like you have on your car, maybe you've got some student loan payments, you've got some minimum required payments on your credit cards. If you add all of that to your new house note, these gurus are suggesting strongly that you keep the total debt uh, uh, debt ratio to your gross income under 41%. 
No, that's a good tip. It is, and that keeps you comfortable. It also allows you enough money to maybe take a vacation or do something fun so you're not just handcuffed to the house. And one good tip on that is, you know, you may want to extend the life of your mortgage to get that payment down. Right. And so your financial uh, situation improves. You can always pay down more. That's right. And that reduces the time of your loan. So uh, you think a 30-year mortgage, oh, I'll be 92 years old when I pay it off. <laughs> but if you pay just a little bit more, that's right. and, and maybe if you get in a good shape, pay two or $300 more a month, mm-hmm. that really, really knocks it down, especially early in that time when you're mostly paying interest. You know, there's really not a huge difference between the rate on a 15-year and a 30-year. And that's a really good point, Tom, that you just brought up, because... Many times, I mean, a significant amount of times uh, over the years, I've had clients come back to me that originally had a 15-year, but they've had, they've had unexpected expenses in their family. They've had unexpected situations come up, and now they're coming in and refinancing from a, where they had the 15-year. They're refinancing back to a 30, just so they have some breathing room each month. Because, like you said, our you know life comes in cycles, and when they say uh, when you go through a bad time, they say uh, just keep moving because it's you're just going through it. You're not going to stop there. When times get better again, you will be able to set up a, a system of paying that mortgage, the principal down early, and get, getting caught back up. Maybe you can still pay it off in 15 years or 10 years. We've done that many times with clients set up the prepayment plan, but that's an excellent, excellent. Uh, point. I do want to remind you that if you call a mortgage officer and you say, what's the max I qualify for? They're going to run it through a mortgage underwriting software system. And especially in the last 24 months, these software systems have been changed. They've been reprogrammed and they're allowing people to have much higher debt to income ratios. I've had them accepted at 55% debt ratio on some clients that have good credit, maybe have a little money in the bank. But but who wants a 55 debt uh, 55% debt ratio? I would not. That means if you're making $3,000 a month, your your payment is over $1,500 a month. That's so. with all your debt. Yes. It's with all your debt including the new house note. But Well, it, it, you may ask what not the maximum I'm com- I can qualify for, but what's the maximum I'm comfortable with? That's right. <laughs> it goes back to you're the one who determines what is personally comfortable for you, but I would love to talk with you about that and hear about your plans and we can work the numbers and work your plan make the plan work Uh, another one is buy a home if you really want to add value to the home especially after you buy it buy a home that has not been updated in a couple of decades that just you know that's sitting in a neighborhood of homes that have already been updated buy this home at a price below the going prices of the surrounding updated homes which i've seen my clients do a number of times Over time, and as your budget permits, you can update the kitchen, like you said, first, Tom, and then maybe go to the bathroom and update that and so on. And over time, with a little help, you could do what the Shasta family did with their home. I shared their story earlier in the show. But here's another story that I shared with you guys a few weeks ago about a couple, Mr. and Mrs. Kenner, not not their real names, of course, who gradually upgraded and added features to the home they purchased until they could eventually make the home everything they wanted. They couldn't find a home that they really wanted, exactly what they wanted for the price they wanted on the day they were out looking. Jerry Kenner 
and his um, his wife had a few tough breaks in life with health issues, and they were helping their adult children get to a place where they could support themselves. What they really yearned for was a house with a sunroom, a deck, a, a small pool, and a not-so-small shop for Jerry. <laughs> he wanted his workshop. Uh, the Kenner's challenge, though, was there was no such house available on the market and nothing anywhere even similar in the price range that they could afford without putting down a lot of money. But they would never be able to have this dream home come true in the little house where they had been living for years and raised their children. Here's what the Kenner's strategy was. The Kenner's realtor really listened to what they wanted, but knew what their financial limitations were. The Kenner's had prioritized with the realtor the things about the house that were most important to them and given their wish list uh, in priority. Since the Kenner's were now empty nesters, they could buy a home outside the crowded city neighborhoods with not so many strict covenant and restrictions and zoning rules. Their agent helped them find the perfect house in a more rural area with enough space so that over time, using the money the Kenners gradually saved and using some of their home equity line of credit money, Jerry and his wife could build their sunroom one year, the deck and the small swimming pool another year, and the not-so-small workshop, too. But, uh, by the way, Jerry opted to build the workshop first, just so you know. (laughs) But there are just so many things and stories of people who have uh, wanted something. They knew what they wanted, but they couldn't really afford to make it happen right now, or the house wasn't available right now. But they bought in a place, they bought a house that they could visualize and work gradually toward making that the house that they love. But there's some bargain price houses still out in the marketplace, uh, but some of them, a lot of them need repairs. They need quite a bit of fix-ups to uh, meet the mortgage program guidelines. And Tom, on those where there's a lot of repairs. This isn't just talking about updating a house. This is talking about major repairs. Like roof and right. you know, rotted, Plumbing, rotted wood rotted and wood. things like that. Yeah, Electrical. H- the things I take a air. picture of to, to show the mortgage company. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the houses that you go in and take a hundred pictures of, all the problems, mold, you know, those kind of things. Those houses are going to need a special type of mortgage because your mortgage company, are they don't want to do a mortgage on a house that has issues that affect the habitability of the house, the safety of the house. So those, uh, uh, we do renovation repair loans on those where you get to buy the house really cheap and uh, we'll loan you the money to buy the house and do the repairs. That's a special type of loan. But people have come up to me on the street or at networking groups and they've said, well, there's no more deals out there. There's so many people competing uh, to buy all these houses. There's no more bargains anymore. That's not true. There are plenty of bargains out there. But in be the ready to area. get it. You know, be ready to pull the trigger. Get pre-qualified, and, 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 have, and when you see it, get it. That's right. <laughs> Do your due diligence. That's also. right. Well. Renovation repair loans are, are great for that. And just like Tom said, no matter whether you're buying a bargain house or you're buying a, a retail-priced house, be ready. Be ready. Have already have your pre-approval letter. Have it strong. 
uh, and I'd love to talk with you about that. We're getting ready to go to break. I am Joe Garner, your host of Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and I would love to talk to you about your journey. Tell me about your plans and where you want to go, where you are, and where you want to get to, and I'll help you get there. My number is 901-482-0354. You can connect with me also at jogarner.com. Tom King is our appraiser, and he's helped many of our listeners over the years. Tom, how do we contact you? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. All right, and uh, we'll see you guys back in just a moment. 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. Hi, I'm attorney Mark Sterpko with the Sterpko Law Group from New Orleans, Louisiana, and I listen to the Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I know I'd go from rags to riches if you would only say you care. And though my pockets may be empty. I'd be a millionaire. All right. From rags to riches, Tom. That's right. (laughs) Elvis Presley. Hey, we want to welcome people coming into Memphis for the Elvis Week. Um, We're Elvis fans up here, of course. We're Memphis fans. So if you're a Memphis fan, a lot of times you're an Elvis fan, too. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com, and you can also find me hanging around Evolve Bank and Trust. And we've got Tom King in the house, and he's our expert appraiser. And, Tom, how do we contact you? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. We're talking about how to buy the house you love. Quick tips on your mortgage and appraisal to get keep the values higher on your on your house um, we're going to take a moment we're going to do what we do every week and that's the real estate tip of the week and tom i believe you have the real estate tip of the week yeah what we're going to talk about a little bit is a low appraisal and what sales you can use now one thing i, I alluded to it a little earlier but you can use a wider area not to get the value, but if it's in a competing location, that might do it. Um, another thing is you can say, well, my house sold for is selling for 250 and there's a house just like mine that sold uh, five or six months ago for 240 and that doesn't prove my value. Well, if those values are increasing, we can use a positive time adjustment. In some areas, values are going up as much as a thousand, fifteen hundred dollars a month, and uh, that could be a seventy-five hundred dollar or eight thousand dollar adjustment just for time mm-hmm. that can be applied to that sale to get you up to to get possibly get that appraisal up. So, uh, uh, using a, a slightly older sale that didn't quite come up to the value you want may be the perfect sale if you apply that time adjustment. And again, you have to prove it's an increasing market. So that's a, a neat little tip that you might want to use. Wow. Uh, uh, so uh, uh, you may want to check that out. You know, that's a heads up to realtors out there who, um, when we you get an appraisal that comes in lower than what you really need to make that transaction happen for a buyer and seller, remember what Tom said about the, what do you call that again? The time, a time adjustment, time a positive adjustment. time adjustment. And it has to be proven in the market, but it's it's out there in many areas right now. 
remember that. And if you counter, if you want to uh, appeal that uh, low appraisal to mention that and the other appraiser, maybe the other appraiser didn't even think of that in some cases. That's right. That's right. All right. We've got some Talk Shop announcements. Talk Shop offers free networking and education to anyone interested in real estate or in business. Talk Shop meets every Wednesday, 9 o'clock to 10, over at Pino's Palette at 8225 Dexter Road in Cordova, Tennessee. This Wednesday, August the 8th, 2018, Talk Shop presents Wardell Seals with Heartbeat CPR, a most entertaining introduction to learning about current CPR practices. Do you remember the song, Tom, uh, Staying Alive by the Bee Gees? That's right. I have seen Wardell do this at an earlier talk shop a few years ago. He shows you how to do proper CPR procedure to the tune of that song. And because I, it's the same beat as they want you to yes, do the CPR. Exactly. I actually had a friend of mine, her husband had a heart attack, a massive heart attack in their living room one day, and she had uh, seen this uh, on television that morning before and she was uh, when she when the uh, emergency people came in she was doing cpr on her husband to the tune of staying alive and, and everyone's got a picture of john travolta in their head, in right, their head now. right now <laughs> but you know it's just easier to remember than trying in an emergency to remember step one step two step three but he's really fun talk shop events are free thanks to advertisers like peggy Lau. she's an independent representative with world ventures and peggy can show you how to enjoy first class vacations with a one-of-a-kind travel community at a fraction of the market cost and uh, you can get uh, with Peggy. Her website is ipoa.dreamtrips.com or just Google Peggy Lau Dream Trips and you can get her. I've been on one of her cruises. They're awesome. Are you looking for a way to promote your business with the power of a team at below market cost? Check out Talk Shop's advertising package at talkshop.com or you can give me a call 901-482-0354. Welcome to our Elvis Presley fans uh, coming to Memphis to celebrate Elvis Week at Graceland. Thank you to Chad Irwin, Mortgage Manager of the Memphis office at Evolve Bank and Trust for sponsoring today's episode of Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And if you're looking for a successful mortgage career in the Memphis area or anywhere in the country, contact Chad or you can contact me again, 901-482-0354. Subscribe to uh, jogarner.com and you'll get our weekly blog post and podcast conveniently in your inbox. Real Estate Mortgage Shop reminds you to make your plan. Let's work your plan if the deal works for you today let's, let's do, do it today, today. got a couple that? of quotes elvis yeah. presley he says do what is right for you as long as it don't hurt no one <laughs> and here's another one i love this one elvis presley says has been attributed to saying values are like fingerprints nobody's are the same but you leave them all over everything you do that's right. If we have enough time, I'll tell, tell a quick little story. You know, uh, Elvis was getting famous. He lived on Audubon Road, right next to uh, Audubon Park in the center of town. And uh, the neighbors were getting a little upset because people were driving by. And so the neighbors got together and they said, Elvis, you're, you're causing a little problem here, son. Uh, uh, we don't like all this traffic, and, and we've come together, and, and we want to buy you out and, and have you uh, move someplace else. And uh, Elvis looked at him with that good little redneck logic and said, uh, well, if I'm causing you guys any problem, I'll be happy to buy your house. <laughs> and uh, 
Elvis kind of uh, turned the tables on them, and they looked at each other and said, this is not going the way we really want to go. And uh, uh, from what I hear, they the, the, all the, the neighbors kind of uh, turned around and you know, walked home with their tail between their legs. And, you know, he may not have been the most uh, educated person in the world, but I tell you what, he knew what to, uh, he he knew good logic. He knew good logic, good logic, and he loved people. And that'll take you a long way in this world, won't it, Tom? That's right. That's right. We're happy to have it. And, and Graceland, I, I think, is getting ready to uh, expand a little bit and and it's it's just amazing to see what's out there the the the, the guest, guest house, house at, at graceland is is a, a good thing and you know it's 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 great for the community and i've got a friend that works at the uh, zoo and uh, they say a lot of people come into town they want to do three things they want to do uh, elvis presley and they want to go to the zoo, and they want to go to Bass Pro, uh-huh. and uh, that's that's really something that's really helped the uh, the Memphis area in tourism. I tell you what, if you hadn't been to the zoo lately, please go because it's a it's an amazing uh, uh, attraction. It's well done, and uh, it's good to see the animals, and you know they're treated well. And there's some new exhibits out there, and and you know the polar bears and the lions and all that <laughs> stuff are, are just amazing. So uh, get out there this afternoon and go to the zoo. Well, and if you're in Memphis or you're listening to us outside the Memphis area, come visit us in Memphis, Tennessee. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. Connect with us at jogarner.com. And uh, we're going to be talking about uh, making money in real estate next week. So join us in, and we'll see you guys next week. you for listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, where we offer you solutions to your real estate and financing scenarios. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage professional. Catch this podcast and more at jogarner.com.